everyone. So um, I try to be absolutely um, honest about all of this stuff and um, also um, hopefully playful and not so serious. I mean, it's serious stuff, but really it's just the universe. And the universe is, you know, serious and not serious, right? There's darkness and then there's not darkness. So let's just start out with this. Imagine a computer game, I suppose. So that might be a good way to start. Or think about, okay, imagine it's a Star Trek uh, uh, a program or a show, right? So let's just think about arrival, right? So on one hand, the arrival is, uh, it's a soft landing, right? It's, you are, you're kind of like, you know, you're brought down by that beautiful stalk. You know, like they, you see them little babies in that little sort of um, cloth thing. And it's a soft landing. You know, you're arriving to this idyllic place and it's, there's love and there are, you know, people that care for you and you're revered and loved and attended to. And it's just... You know, like a Wordsworthian poem with beaded bubbles winking at the brim. It's just lovely. Now, that's how nature works, right? You know, you're given this beautiful gift. Again, it's nature constructed by nature in your belly. And all you have to do when it pops out, and yes, it is messy, all that stuff, whatever, is just to feed it, look after it, protect it. You know, it's a little flower, you know, it's a little piece of divinity, and that beautiful parent, both those parents are um, attending to it. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, doesn't have, there are things aren't going on in the world, but really the parents are its protector. It's sort of glass, you know, the, the, the glass house, right, that protects it, that nurtures it, that, you know, sees what it's going to show up as, right? And it's a very simple scenario it's a beautiful scenario you know it's the place of love and security and care and and growth and you'll really imagine being rooted there your roots are deeply deeply grounded there right it's this really powerful fertile soil where you find home and anchor and there's an uninterrupted growth Right? You're like, like a flower in the jungle. It just knows, you know, its place. It knows that it's loved and it's part of this thing and it just, it's, it's just going to grow, um, you know, in its own way. Right? It's a natural, organic growth. So that's scenario, in the, the, the optimal scenario of you arriving as nature right? You grow there. You have a reflection there. Everything around you reflects your beauty, your divinity, your potential. And it doesn't matter what you show up as, you know, a guy with six heads and three tails, it doesn't matter. But whatever is showing up, nature is embracing it, is loving it is nurturing it into its existence. It's not condemning, limiting, refusing. It's, so in this place, 
you naturally become your Lukedom or your Miriamdom or you just grow, you know, into the script that is within you. All right. And then, you know, you live out, you die, whatever. It's just, you know, with the armor, with the, with the, the what you're given as a gift, the power you're given is a power of you. If I have a little child and I tell this child that it is the most incredible thing that's ever happened because it's a gift from the universe and I'm protecting and loving it and watering it, then its gift is your love. Your love gives it its life. Your love gives it its fuel to grow into its complete blossoming. Whatever it's going to be, you're just going to love this magnificent piece of divinity. It's effortless. It's procedural. It's working in tandem with this magnificent soup that we live on. All right. So that's the optimal solution, right? Now, that's one room in the mansion of the universe where consciousness is abundant. The other one is you are, you're, again, dropped down by a stalk, but the stalk lo lost its way. It was in a storm and suddenly it lands in the fucking gulag. Right? There's abuse, there's physical, you know, physical abuse, there's mental abuse, whatever. So here's a deal. In one room, imagine a room of mirrors. All the mirrors around you point and support and nourish the growth of you. In the other one, in all the mirrors around you are dark ghoulies and terror and whatever. That is an ambush. So in that other room, or in that other place where the stork got confused because there was a storm and it you know, had to emergency land in the gulag on its way, right, to the right place, it was ambushed. It's like a boat. It's going to arrive to another shore with all its cargo and in the, you know, on its way, it's ambushed by pirates. That's what it's like. You have been ambushed. And if you have been ambushed by abuse by whatever they're screaming they're yelling they're spitting whatever they're doing to you it's all awful right then here's a deal you, you first of all now you arrive you're you're not lying on a lilo in a swimming pool as they tend to you right no now you're in a war zone you have been ambushed and kidnapped your soul drowns disappears you fragment as armor to survive this. So in either scenario, scenario, the universe has to build, something is going to be built, unless of course you die because the shock is so overwhelming. But in either way, and I don't know who's building that, you're going to build something, right? In the scenario where life is idyllic and the process is natural and the organic, it's going to have a natural growth pattern, right? In the other one, now you're in death zone, right? You're hypervigilant. You, there is no one reflecting you. So you and that little thing that was going to, you know, bloom is 
gone underground, disappeared in a coma, bugged off, soul loss, right? Here's the difference. Now you have to do the work. You have to, I mean, you're barely here. You have to figure out how you're going to survive. You have to do the work. They're not seeing you. No one who sees you is going to hit you and beat you up as a kid or hurt you in any way at all. So all of a sudden, you're not just, you know, slowly growing into your magnificence. No. Now you're stunted, you're paralyzed, you're basically comatose. You go, you know, you go into the shadow and you're literally armored up for war. Now you're vigilant of this person. What do they need so that I won't die? You have a strategy, you have a plan, you've got to survive. Remember, you're powerless, you're vulnerable, you're a kid. These are two very different scenarios. In the one scenario, you are part of the soup. You are just flowing like the river, right? It's a natural outpouring of your being. It's a process. It works in accordance with the laws of nature. In the other, all the laws of nature have been completely shut down. You're in the arms of the dark. You're in the darkness. You're in the shadow. You've been ambushed by darkness. And that's what trauma is. It's an ambush. In that place, there's no love, there's no safety, there's usually cruelty. And in that place, there is no childhood, nothing. Immediately your soul buggers off and all you are is on patrol. You're like the guardsman at the turret. What is this man, woman gonna do to me? How am I gonna stop them from doing what they do to me? Which is to hurt me, to refuse me, to whatever they do to punish me, whatever. You are building for them. You're building for that scenario. In the first one, you're not building for anything. You're just a natural outpouring of what you are. Everything around you supports your growth. The people, their love, their security, you know, that the way they feed you, everything is supporting the growth of you as you arrive. You will become it. You will come out of the ground like a magnificent plant. The soil is fertile. Your roots are deep. It is a natural connection to the soup. In the other one, you you've never arrived. You've been ambushed into the dark. If there's trauma, you've been ambushed into the dark. There is no love. There is no safety. There is cruelty. It's the dark. And you have to build for the dark. You have to build for the person that abuses you. You're watching for signs of figuring out how the fuck you're going to survive this person. You have to build what they want so you won't die. And the weapon is fear. 
So as you can see, it's a two very different scenarios. In the first one, there's ownership, there's power, there's deep-rooted connection to the everything. There's a connection to the all. There's safety, protection, and love. In the other, there is no you. For there to be a you, somebody has to have seen you, loved you, nourished your script right from the beginning. There are no roots in this place here. What you're building is you, you that your script just got buried. You are now are in a completely different mode. You're building a person for the monster on the landscape. It'd be a woman, be it a man, whatever they're doing. You're trying to figure out how you're going to survive. That requires armor. Right? In the most biologically primitive place, parents look after you and make sure the predator doesn't eat you. You know, arrival 101. If there's trauma, the predator is the parent. That's like confusion central, right? There's no way to make heads or tails. How can you have been a dropped off? How did the, the, the you know, the, um, that beautiful bird drop you off in the wrong place? How, how? Because you got ambushed on the way in. Now, you're working for them. You don't get to have a child. You don't get to play. No, 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 no. Now, you're working, you're building what they need so that you survive. And it might be absolutely horrific. I was being sent, been sent out to be abused. You know, whatever happened, they, they screamed at you, they yelled at you, they hurt you, whatever. It doesn't matter. The fact is you've been ambushed by the pirates, right, of darkness. And it's done with terror. So there is no you. You didn't show up. You're fragmented. So for survival, you need to build what they want. And you've got to figure out later on, as you go back on this journey, what is it that they wanted from you? So I can clearly outline the fact that he needed me to make him feel good about himself. Right? At first, I was sent out to be sexually abused. He felt good because he thought he was a hot shot because he had a product to sell. Right? Later on, I was bullied into doing well at school. Again, make me look good. Make me look good. You will be king and I will be free. So here's my concept. I'm not here. There's no one here. There's something that was built as armor in relationship to the captivity, to the captor. And that is your whole life. That one scene, that one thing is so powerful because it's such a massive ambush on your whole psyche that all you see is, I have to make people feel good. If I don't make people feel good, I am going to die. That's it. It's pretty simple. It's imprinted. It's like, you know, the meteor hits the earth and boom, you're sculpted. That's it. You're frozen in that place. Right? You got ambushed on the way in. You never arrived. Pirates came onto your ship or, you know, ambushed the bird that was bringing, you know, 
the stork that was bringing you into, you know, to land, right? They ambush you. You disappear. You fragment. That you have no power at all. Whatever you do, they do to you, you cannot do anything about. So what are you going to do? You're going to build for them. You're going to build for the darkness. You're going to build what they want. You're, you've gone. You realize there's no one here. There's no safety. There's nothing. There's no love. This monster could beat me up tomorrow. They could puke on me tomorrow. They could do whatever. All right? You haven't shown up. You won't show up. You will build the armor for the monster on the landscape. And you will make it work. You're building for them. You're not naturally just, you know, aligned with nature and just growing in relationship to nature. No. You are someone's bitch. And you will perform. And you will agree because they have fear. They have the, the sword of fear and terror. You are not negotiating. You are not arguing. You're not challenging. You are just going to survive. Do whatever you need to do to survive. And then, if you're trapped in that place for a long time, and you, and you know, again, these things, this is why this is so powerful. This is almost like gravity. You're stuck in that energetic cell. It says one image, it's one scene. Imagine one scene in space being repeated over and over and over. And that is, how am I going to make him feel good? That's all that matters in that ambush. That's all. Whatever you're, again, this is mine. You just, whatever you're one, it's a one code thing. Do you have to draw yellow circles to not to survive? Do you have to have green hair to survive? What is it that that person that injured you required from you? What did you need to do to survive it? So your soul or your natural connection to the universe is gone. That's it. You're gone. There is no growth. Yes, something is created, but there's no growth. Something is fragmented, but there's no growth. You are paralyzed there. You are frozen there. I've talked about this. A wave that reaches its zenith and is about to crash, boom, gets frozen. I was ambushed there. I never showed up. Immediately I was ambushed by the darkness, the predator, whatever you want to call it, appearing as a parent. Now, again, I didn't know about past lives. Perhaps this has been happening over lifetimes. I don't know. It really doesn't matter at this point. I just don't want to be frozen in that energetic cell. Now, people say, oh, just leave. You, it's not like that. <laughs> 
Energy is like gravity. It's very powerful. That original script, that original overwhelm is frozen inside your system, physically, emotionally, mentally. You want out. But now they've invaded your whole body. I mean, these energies are just like, they're having a party on you. They're like, it's, it's, a, it's party time for them. They're feeding off your energy, your fuel for them. Right? They ambushed you, they stole you, they took you, they traumatized you early on, on arrival. That's like the, it's like stamping steel when it's bubbling hot, right? It's like sculpting on a potter's wheel when it's really soft. The mud on the potter, it's soft. And then you'll get stuck in the furnace. The furnace is the terror. The furnace is where you're cooked. The terror keeps you cooked. Now, what this incredible medicine tells us, over, or tells me anyway, is that you can uncook the cake, uncook that, you know, sculpted, bad sculpted cup of mine I made in a potter's wheel. You can uncook, you can defrost, you can literally energetically dissolve the cooking. That is what's so powerful because it's energy. To uncook, you have to know. You don't know you're cooked. A cup doesn't know that it's cooked, that originally it was some kind of mud on a potter's wheel. Right? This is the thing about the universe. You can change states in the same way that water becomes ice, becomes steam. We're here and then there's death and then there's life and there's death, whatever. These are states. There's the energetic states. You can undo an energetic state. That's what's the most incredible thing about this medicine. I mean, it takes work, it takes effort, it takes commitment, whatever. But if you're willing to do the whole journey, you can undo the energetic state that you're frozen in. And no, it doesn't get unfrozen with a book and a self-help video and it doesn't, that's not how this thing works because the injury is not in thought. The injury is on your energetic field. When I sit with my clan of demon, you know, demons nightly that come up through me, right? They're not a thought. They're an energetic thing that's moving. It's fueled, right? That's what trauma is. Trauma takes, it robs your original script. The life force that's arriving to unravel itself, to blossom into something is taken, it is stolen. And darkness knows that the most powerful place to do that is on arrival because you're powerless and vulnerable and helpless. And that's where you're just going to chuck yourself over the, air, over the, the ship. 
if you're like, you know, on this lovely sort of yacht, you know, and you're all, you know, having great music and you're, you're having a great banquet and it's all lovely and then the pirates show up. You're going to jump ship. Pirates are dark energy. And pirates are really well versed at dressing up in many different um, characters. One of them is as parents. <laughs> as parents. Now, the thing about this is the confusion, right? Because your little child is like, but they're my parents. Well, I suppose sending me out to be abusers was what I need to do. They're my parents, right? They're my parents, right? No. Doesn't matter what the name is. If somebody loves you, they're your parent. If you're a child, right? They've got to love you. There is actual things that, you know, you have to do to be a parent, to be called a parent. You have to love your child. You don't hit them, smack them, hurt them, abuse them, whatever. You don't do all that shit. That's not a parent. You nurture like an orchid. You love. You make safe. And that's the confusion. They know there's confusion. On arrival, it's like, you don't know. Right? And you keep agreeing. Because you have to. You have no choice. But you're not, and you know, you're not naturally just flowering into your script. No, no, your script has been rubbed out. There's no script. Your script has been just, you know, they chucked it into the river. No, there's no script. You're going to force yourself. You're going to use your energy. This is what's insane. To build what they want. You're not going to build who you are. You're not going to build your rose or build your whatever it is that you're going to build. There's no natural connection, alignment with the universe that you're going to build who you're, you know, what comes already scripted in your DNA. No, 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 no. That, forget that script. That's just chucked over the side. No, no, no. They're going to force you to build something that works for them. You have no choice. And it's going to be wrong and awkward and difficult and you're never going to succeed because it's not who the fuck you are. Well, why am I not going where I need to go? Because you're not, you're not building. You're not naturally growing your script. You're forcing yourself with the energy that you have to build what they want under the duress of terror. And then, of course, the more you're doing it, the less you're going to see it as, you know, as being forced because they're your parents. You can't make them wrong. So you're going to hide your truth. So what you make wrong is you, which is, apes are very good at doing, by the way, in general. You're a sinner. You're wrong. There's something wrong. How can a fucking child be wrong? There's nothing wrong with a child. It's <laughs> just like a child's arriving. It needs a reflection. It needs love. It doesn't arrive bad. The goods were not damaged on arrival. The goods are damaged by the people they show up to. 
I was born a sinner. Fuck off. Are you fucking serious? How dare you? This is the nature. It's the universe. You don't argue with the universe. You don't interfere. You don't damage what has been given to you as a gift. Right? You're forcing yourself to build yourself in reflection, in relation to the dark. And that dark, what's that do, what, what, what that's doing is it makes your script wrong. There are lots of parents, oh, you're wrong, you're too weak, you're too fat, you're too yellow, you're too pink, you're too short. Oh, my fucking God. You're constantly trying to fit in to these ridiculous realms. So, in that ambush, what's stolen is your energy. And that energy stolen by making you terrified. And if you're terrified, I'm going to use, you're going to build what I want. You're going to build in relation to that darkness, to that ape, to that dark entity. So, um, you know, you've gone. You forgot your script. You know, she, it, it, you've forgotten your script. I don't, I don't remember what I was meant to be. I, I don't remember what my original, what my handbook was. Right? You all, we all come with a handbook. You know, like Ikea, you know? Like we have, like, you know, when you get flowers and it tells you how to look after them, you know, and it arrives to the parent and they go, oh, they read them. Oh, okay, that's what I need to do. So uh, somebody threw out my, I don't, I don't know what my original thing, my script was. I ha we all have one. We all have an original script. Every single human being has something, a role to play, you know, coming out of the soup, right? I don't remember what mine was, no idea. I've spent so many lifetimes sculpting myself to ensure I wouldn't die and being, you know, basically the devil's bitch. Why? Pure terror. So, we all have an original script. That's it. We all have an original flower. We're part of nature, right? A goldfish, a whale, a black, you know, a black hole, a planet. You think, you think nature isn't doing that? You think we don't have a script? Everything else does, but we don't? <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, it's like, you think we're just like different from the rest of nature? No, we're not. We're not. We're just nature. Everything has a script. But if you've been ambushed, 
traumatized, stolen, whatever. Somebody tore up your script. And now you're building for the horror in which you grow up in. And that horror basically is no love. No love, that's all. No love. No love. Forget watering you and, and, and following the instructions on your script. No one gives a shit. It's like, fuck you, I don't give a shit. Mine was like, fuck you. Who are you? I don't care. Next. Right, I need you to do this, this, and this, and this. But I'm three. No, no childhood. Boom. I'm the one that needs to be taken care of. I'm the one that needs to be fed. I'm the one that needs to be fueled. Come on. It's like, what? It's a shit show. So, that's when you frag. All you have... All you have when you arrive and there's damage is your, is your brain. It's, it's, your, it's, it's what you can do with your little brain. All you can do is say, I don't want to see that. I can see that. I can deal with that. I can't deal with that. I'm going to put that away. I'm going to... Some things, it's basically, there's either the shadow or none. I can't deal with this. I put it in the shadow. Put it in the dark. I, there's no consciousness around it. I'm going to hide it from myself so I can survive. So what they're taking is your consciousness. The more I, I injure you, the more you're going to put that into the dark. You can't process it. You're too little. You cannot challenge this shit. All you can do is hide it under the bed. That's all. That's all we can do in our little consciousness, in our little brains, right? He beat the shit out of me, arms up. All right, I'm going to put it under the bed. I can't deal with it. I'm helpless. I'm vulnerable. Put it under the bed. In Lord triage. I'm going to keep everything under the bed. That means it's out of consciousness. It's out of the light. It's hidden. And of course, who's wrong? You're wrong. You're wrong because you're little and you're vulnerable and you're powerless. And you're being told you're wrong. So where are you going to find an ally? You don't. In childhood, there's two things. There's wherever you show up and oblivion. That's it. If you've been, you know, if the, 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 if the stalk was ambushed on the way when it's bringing you over and you end up in, you know, zombie pirate land in the gulag, fucked. That's all you know. You don't believe there's anything. There's either oblivion, it's either death or that. The gulag or death. There's nothing else. And you're going to build for the gulag. There's no lying on a lilo in a pool in Tahiti. Oh no. There's just the gulag. And you're going to repeat it over and over and over. Different characters, different outfits, different fashion sense, whatever, same shit, same energies. So, the thing about the plant medicine is that it dissolves the energy that has kept you. Imagine it just stuck. It's one scene. Imagine like a floating stage in the universe, in the dark. 
and you're repeating that scene over and over. In my case, I have to please that man. If I, if I get to the edge of that stage, if I decide to leave, I'm going to fall. The version of a kid is you're going to fall into oblivion. It's just blackness. There's nothing. So you're going to try and keep on that stage, even though this person is like chasing you around the stage. The monster is always there. You believe that to be life. Because you got ambushed on the way in. The stork, it was in the middle of a, a hurricane or something, and boom, and the pirates moved in, and the stork was suddenly ambushed. Right? So in your, rea in your little black box that's in your brain, which is basically registering everything, you are on a stage in the middle of fucking space, floating, and you are having to reenact this one scene over and over. There is you and the monster on the stage. And in all, that's all you have is this little stage in the middle of the fucking universe, this big, black, empty oblivion. If you do not, if you're not on that stage, you are in oblivion. That is why we walk around and there's reality all around us, but we don't live in this reality. We don't see that reality. We are stuck in our one little tableau, prologue to a play that never got played. You're in the prologue over and over and over. Two houses, both alike in dignity and fair Verona where we lay our scene. You're in the fucking prologue. And the prologue is there is a monster on this stage. He is my parent. Or she is my parent. And if I don't make that monster happy, I will die. That's it. Simple. Nothing complicated. The universe is not complicated. People spend a lot of time writing a lot of deep analysis and Jungian and Marxist and what the fuck? Bottom line, life is simple. You're terrified, you're going to die. That's it. You're terrified, you're going to figure out a way to survive. You're going to fragment. You're going to pretend it didn't happen. You're going to put it in the shadow and you're going to agree and build for the monster on that fucking stage because there's only that monster in that stage in the dark in the middle of fucking space. And you don't know that you have been frozen and ambushed and trapped. And you may be living in fucking Las Vegas or surrounded by, you know, party girls or you know, living some idyllic dream on, in, you know, on Tahiti. But once I've been captive, captured, it doesn't matter where I am. My brain has been set to that temperature. My brain has been set to that particular place. It's stuck on there. It's the breaker switches off, right? I am living in what I have understood to be life when I first arrived over and over. It's like Groundhog Day when you have trauma. All this froth is happening above, apparently, but beneath, it's the same fucking show. Day after day after day. Doesn't matter how many self-help books I read, how many shrinks I see, because it's energetic. You're cooked. They stuck you in the kiln. They sculpted you, they stuck you in the kiln. You're the funny cup with the broken thing on the front, whatever. You need out. You want out. You don't know how to get out. I didn't know. 
I kept thinking it's like a tidal wave. I can't go against everything because there's a huge tidal wave. The tidal wave is a trauma. The tidal wave is a fear. The tidal wave is I am paralyzed in this energetic holding cell. Replaying the one scene over and over. I, th I think about it like a, a ball on the end of a, a tennis table. Bat is elastic. You keep thinking it goes out, but you're actually always attached to that table tennis paddle. Ladies and gentlemen, you are stuck. Right. You are stuck. You are frozen. There were many options in Arrival. Unfortunately, again, bad weather on, you know, when the stalk was flying over. Now, again, are these energies from this life? Are they from another life? You know, has it been many lifetimes? I was certainly in, a, in an incident the other evening when I was in, you know, asleep, and I was literally pulled through these different lifetimes. Might have been. This might have happened many lifetimes ago, and I'm still, you know, owned by it now. I'm just waking up. I don't know. It doesn't really matter, actually, because there's really no time or space. It doesn't really matter. What there is, is there is an alignment with nature. There is an outpouring with nature. There is a connection to nature. There is an organic growth of you. You have a script. You have something to grow into, like a daffodil or a palm tree. You have a life with a life force, with an actual outline of what that looks like. Right? It is your musical score. You came with a musical score built by the universe when you were part of the soup. When you are, and that, in that soup there is love. These are the ingredients that I, I'm given every day as part of the healing. It's love. There's protection. There's agency. There's family. To me it comes in the form of Indians. And the Shipibo, who are the Indians who administer the ayahuasca. There is nature and everything that is around and about nature, which is predominantly love. Love is the cooking fuel of your script. Alignment with who you are. Alignment with nature. Then you're flowing with the river. You're in the soup. In fact, one of the, and I, again, ignorantly, obviously I must have realized, one of the things I asked for in ceremony was, please let me put me back in the river. I feel like I'm a fish out of water. Well, I was. I had been ambushed by the dark. By the dark is, and the dark is just no love. No love. The dark wipes out your alignment with nature. It wipes out your script that's already within you. It's cruel. There is no childhood, there is no innocence, there is no progression, natural progression of your being. 
You don't naturally grow into anything. There is no soil. There are no roots. You're just wiped out. And the energy that you are, that you have, that every person has, is used to fulfill the ends of the darkness. You never come into life. They stand at the gate of life and refuse you entry. Life is the light, it is love, it is energy, it is movement, it is truth, it is your authenticity, it is your growth. You don't get in if you've been ambushed by the dark. They use you in the dark. They're using your life force. It's a trick. I remember in a ceremony, you know, where she brought me back to being a little girl, like one or two or something. And I was in this fairground and I was terrified of being a child. And there was this like seducer around this, you know, the, the fairground, like it was gonna trick me. This was a trick. How can a child be terrified of being a child? The threats are huge and they're energetic. What they steal, and I've spoken about this before, is your life force. You come with the potential of everything. They know that. You come with a script aligned with nature. They know that. They steal it from you. And in that theft, you are left confused and you have no compass. Because when they take you, they take all of you. Your energy is all of you. Your physicality, your mental, everything. And your script, you can't remember what that was. I don't remember any of that. There was a you that was supposed to show up. There was. There was a script that you were going to unfold. There was a map that you know you had already that was going to be you. But you can't. I remember in one ceremony, it was like I was in this office overlooking all of New York, and it was like, you know, you can have all the power you want, Maria. I couldn't. It owned me. It had so confused and darkened and blackened and terrified and been so cruel. I was blinded. I couldn't see my way out of this thing. You're in a room. You're in a dark room. Just banging against the walls. You have no sight because you have no light. Because that's what darkness does. It plunges you into the dark. That's where you, you live in the shadow. All of you is in that darkness. How are you gonna get in? Certainly not a, a PhD person playing Candy Crush on her phone while she takes notes about, you know, why you didn't, why you cried after you went to school when you were a child. I mean, that's just not gonna happen there. The black box. The whole universe lives around us. We can't see it. Again, if you look in the mirror, it's just you. This is, you've got this body. You can't see the in, 
all the energy and the stuff and the, the narrative all around you. It's all around you. It's energy. So people say, you manifest. Yes. And you attract. Yes. You are energy. You, you are attracting. It's like magnets. If I'm surrounded by the dark, I'm going to attract the dark. If I've lost my compass, if I'm just bumping into walls, I don't know how to attract the light. I don't know what the light is. I've never known it until recently, right? With the plant medicines, what they do is they allow you, they bring in the light, they show you, it shows you. You've been in the dark. You had no childhood. You were sexually abused. You were sent out to be... I have no idea. You were sent out to be sexually abused. You've been taken hostage by the dark. You've been protecting the dark. Now again, I don't know what my original script is because it lies behind the next wall I have to face, which is this, you know, wall of demons, energies. But what's been taken from you is your life force, the life force that is aligned with nature, that is aligned with an original script. So that's it really, right? You're kind of in the wrong place, right? You're stuck on, you know, <laughs> that flight never took off to Tahiti, right? Somebody tricked you on the way. You had a very hard landing in a horrible place. You're tricked. Trauma's a trick. So, you know, theft is theft, right? And trickery and all sorts of weirdness is not nice <laughs> nor is trauma so the, again rejoice that today there are these incredible medicines that get you there that realign you that, and listen I'm, I talk about this as if it's like you know going for a cup of coffee in Starbucks it's not this is a tough journey back you got to want to go back you got to be committed to this I mean a lot of people don't want to be woken up from the dream. It's like it's a dream. I, you know, don't wake me up. I don't care. Right? So you've got to want it. And also you've got to want to surrender. And you're going to want to be realigned. And, you know, it's okay. You're going to fight it, whatever. All the forces that are there are going to, you know, if you've been tricked, you know, you're kind of, you've been hijacked. Um, by lies and deceit, etc. So it's a little bit tough to get, un, you know, unravel and disentangle. It's, me you know, really with the ayahuasca, it's been five years of like nonstop trying to get me out of this thing, right? And again, you know, it could have been that I was taken away many lifetimes ago. It doesn't really matter. At the end of the day, none of all that stuff, you might see it, you might not, whatever. Some people have dead people come to them in ceremony, they show up as spirit, you know. So a lot of stuff, again, this is just my story, a lot of stuff, your journey is very unique to you, whatever happened to you, or trauma. Um, so, and you might, at this moment, might be feel extraordinarily lost, extraordinarily, you know, unseen, and, 
and alone and and I get it I've been there and you feel stuck and you know it's a slow dissolve right but it's just got to know that there is a way out I think that's what I'm saying however that journey happens for you if you commit and you stick to it and you really surrender to these for me it's plant medicine I don't know what it's gonna be for you but surrender like really stick to your path like even if it's for me when I started it was a tiny little you know inkling of something's wrong that sort of turned out to the whole fucking earth opening up and seeing the truth and all that stuff, right? So we really don't control very much. At the end of the day, I think really love is the ultimate light and trusting and it's, you sort of learn it as you go along, you know? But just know that wherever you are, even if you're at the edge of the precipice, that this, this is a huge universe of love and abundance and yeah, lots of ghoulies and stuff, but really, in the end of the day, you can be pulled back out of the valley. You can be pulled up out of, you know, wherever you are. And that there is so much help out there. It's just not in this ether. It's not in here. You can't see it. Um, and plant medicines, uh, you know, so... That's it, you know, just, yeah, go for it, enjoy it, you know, go surrender and go be taken care of. You know, the universe is waiting for you to be taken care of, right? And um, whatever you encounter, you know, it's going to try and frighten you. It's going to try and whatever. And you're going to go back and forth. and back. Just keep at it. And get out of this place. You know, it's just return back to your suite in the Waldorf. You know, it's like the Motel 6. Like, you know, no, you're not supposed to be in the Motel. You're supposed to be in the suite in the Waldorf, right? So stick with the journey. And listen to your heart above all. And, um, and surrender. All right, bye.